What's up, everyone? This is your host, Corbin Trinary with CT Hoops. I just want to go ahead and wish everyone a happy Easter. I hope everyone's enjoying their quarantine Easter. And today, we're going to be uh, on the show with Jacob Rycroft, Young Cub, and uh, Papa Rycroft, Jeff Rycroft. Uh, you guys go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Jacob. Jacob. Hi. So today, I know it's not the traditional podcast where we talk about NBA and basketball. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about the draft, something that's actually going on in the world of sports right now. Uh, so we're going to go through and we're going to walk y'all through the 2020 NFL draft. Right now, the most updated uh, mock draft that we have is through CBS Sports. Uh, they have the recent trade between the Cowboys and the Patriots. It ends up bumping back the Bucks, but we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, today we're going to start with the first pick in the 2020 NFL Draft uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. What do y'all think is going to happen with this first pick? Or is it even a question? It's not a question. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. This is Burrow all the way. Uh, the good thing about Cincinnati is... In free agency, they were able to retain Jonah Wilson, and uh, he's going to be able to give Burrow a little bit of protection. Their next franchise quarterback, it was supposed to be Andy Dalton, but we all know how that panned out. Uh, but yeah, I believe it's an over-under too. Uh, so going on to the second pick, this is where things could potentially get a little dicey, but this seems to be a no-brainer in everyone's books. Uh, the Washington Redskins. Should be Chase Young. I mean, easily. Yeah, I think Young gets the call here just because he's he's probably the best athlete in the draft, even taking Burrow into consideration. And I think the Redskins would be silly not to draft him. The, uh, the thing that I look at when I'm looking at this is I'm looking at their needs. The Bengals' number one need was a quarterback and then an offensive lineman. They got that re- retention with Jonah in free agency, so it was a no-brainer to go quarterback for the Bengals. But the Redskins, their number one need is an offensive lineman. Uh, The edge is actually their fifth priority in this draft. Uh, I don't see why they would move anywhere outside of getting Tua. Uh, So I think Chase Young is easily probably the best pick in this draft, the safest pick in this draft, and I think that's what the Redskins are going to go with. So the third pick, and by the way, the CBS Sports, uh, this mock draft is provided by Patrick Walker. So if y'all want to look me up and uh, fact check any of this, you can go to CBS Sports and Patrick Walker's mock draft 2020. Yeah, one other thing I'd say about Young is Young seems to be, based on what we've seen in him in college, even with the suspension, he's probably a once-in-a-ten-year guy on the defensive side. So he's just a, he's a massive guy at, I think, 6'5", 260 mm-hmm. with speed. And you're just – that combination, although there's more of those now than there used to be, that's just still – that's too good to pass up. Yeah, Young in his junior season at Ohio State had 32 solo tackles, 14 assisted tackles, 46 total tackles, 21 tackles for loss. 16 and a half sacks. He had none, and that's missing two, I think, 
two or three games. I think it was four games. Yeah, like he four had a four-game suspension in that year. Yeah, 16 and a half sacks. Missed that's, four games. That's incredible. That, and the good, the good thing in Chase Young's mind is he's getting a new, fresh coach uh, in a team that's trying to rebuild. They just uh, signed a defensive-minded coach in Ron Rivera. So uh, I think that's going to be in Chase Young's uh, benefit down the road. But moving on to the third pick with the Detroit Lions. Who do y'all think is going to get picked at this spot? Because I think there's a lot of wiggle room between three and five. Um, If I were the Lions, I would trade this pick. I would make everything seem like you're going to pick Tua. Okay. And then trade that pick to the Dolphins. Trade it to the Dolphins. So that's the first pick. That would be the first pick in this first round. And I've been looking for a lot of trades in this first round. Because so I, like, I feel like the the Lions, if they traded that third pick, they could still get Isaiah Simmons at five. Because the Giants okay. are not going to pick Isaiah Simmons. Yes, I agree. Now, I, I disagree with that. I think uh, the Giants will take Simmons if he's around at four. So I, my thing is the best player and, and a need for them um, is cornerback. And I think Oduka from Ohio State is the guy that, I mean, it's a perfect, it's perfect fit for the Lions right now is him being at, at cornerback. I don't, you know, there may be a trade uh, possibility that comes up for someone wanting to get that third pick. Uh, that they need that third pick to get whoever they're trying to get. But unless something crazy comes up, I just see the Lions taking Oduka. Now, I, there there are other people that think Simmons will be picked in the, on the third spot uh, by the Lions, but Oduka just seems tailor-made for this pick. Simmons is a better pick, though. Simmons is Simmons is a they're they're relatively close. I think they're relatively close. I think it's the team's needs that has to come first close. here. I think uh, Simmons is a better athlete. I, I think Simmons o- is a better player. I think Oduka. Oduka has a really high rating. So, uh, for he, what reason? I'm not quite sure. And it's Okuda. Or I'm sorry, Okuda. Okuda. The <laughs> one thing you have to look at with Okuda is his his trainer right now, who he's been training with the past two months. He's been on Instagram Live. A lot of people have seen it. Is Richard Sherman, who we all know happens to be one of the best cornerbacks of all time. Uh I I like Okuda here. Uh I know Simmons is going to get picked with this third pick by the Lions. I think they have a lot of wiggle room to maybe trade back. Uh it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this third pick, but I think Simmons is going to be the guy. What do you think, Jake? Um I also think Simmons, but okay, so here is Okuda's stats from his junior year. I'm not sure if he played every game. I don't have his game log. But he had 28 solo tackles, 6 assisted tackles, 34 total, 1 tackle for loss, 3 interceptions, 9 passes deflected. That's a good stat line, too. But, but, anybody, ha- but anybody having watched the, the uh, um, Ohio State this year, they realize the talent that he has. He, he is a tremendous talent. He is a tremendous talent. And I think he fits with the Lions better than, honestly, all teams in the NFL right now that are – getting these top 10 picks. But we're going to go ahead and move on to the fourth pick, where I think it's pretty much dead set lock. Uh, The Giants are looking offensive tackle. Uh, Andrew Thomas is there. Uh, I think he 
probably is going to be the pick. What do you think? Uh, there's that one other guy. Um, You're talking about Worfs? Yeah, yeah. Worfs. He's the number one position-ranked offensive tackle. He's also the fastest, I think. He did have the fastest 40 time in the combine. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, Thomas is a, would be a great pick for them. They definitely need an offensive tackle. I think it's going to be hard for the Giants to pass up on Simmons, though, because Simmons is, you know, we just talked about Simmons. Simmons, If Simmons doesn't get picked by Detroit, he is one of those. Uh, he's another guy kind of like Chase Young. He may be one of these guys that only come around every, let's say, five years. And so I would definitely, if I were the Giants, I'd be picking Simmons. But I understand the need for Thomas and the need for that offensive tackle. And you're not going to go wrong with Andrew Thomas. Giants laid up 43 sacks last year. 43? 43. Wow. Yeah. That That's not the highest, though. No, it's definitely not the highest. Uh, it's definitely Carolina, I think, with yeah, 58. Yeah, Carolina Panthers with 58. Um. But, but, I mean, the Giants, like, they only had 11 rushing touchdowns. It's garbage. Uh, fumbles lost 16. I don't that didn't have anything to do with it. But, I mean. Simmons is there, you take him. They need him. Right. Simmons is there, you take him. You think so? Simmons is. I don't think Simmons is going to be there, though. I, I mean, I don't think he will be either. Uh, no, he would be there at the fourth because I think, I think Kuda is getting taken, number three. Mm. But Simmons is. Quote unquote by uh, Peter King, the most versatile athlete in this draft, given combine records. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and move on to the fifth pick as if Simmons has been selected with that fourth pick. Uh, and we have the Miami Dolphins. And I think this is just about as a no brainer as the first pick. It's Tua. I think it's Tua all the way. It's Tua. Now I'll throw a little monkey wrench in that in regards to uh herbert okay from oregon i think uh tua is while tua is going to be selected in the first round i do think there's a possibility because he has wrist problems ankle problems hip problems he is banged up he's stayed banged up his last two years at alabama he's a question mark and he didn't do a Combine. I think he did a combine on tape, mm-hmm. and so nobody got to see him live. And I'm not saying Herbert's the you know, end-all, be-all, but if Miami really is really trying to get a quarterback, I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot of separation between Tua and Herbert in regards to uh, that particular position. I could see them taking Herbert. I think it's probably likely they're going to take Tua, uh, just because Tua has the name to go with it, but he's also a risk. I think when you look at a guy like Tua, it's the one factor that you just listed was he's had that same knee injury twice, both in high school and coming into college, into his last season. Uh, Thought it was an ankle. It was it was his knees, okay. and then his ankle came into effect before the combine. Uh, but. I mean, just a guy with health issues all around. Can't stay healthy. Mm. Uh, They have Rosen. They have Fitzpatrick. They want a guy of the future. I don't see anything wrong with taking Tua here. I think Justin Herbert would also be a good pick here. Going to the sixth pick, the L.A. Chargers. uh, They have Justin Herbert being picked here. So, 
Anyone disagree with that? Um, no, not really. I mean, Chargers needed quarterback. Just got rid of Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers went to the Colts. They had Tyrod Taylor as a ser- serviceable quarterback right now. Um, well, there you go. Not you, the guy, though. You, uh, yeah, but you played Tyrod for a little bit. You let Justin uh, develop. I like it. I like it. What do yeah, you think, Dad? I, uh, you know, five or six, the Dolphins or the Chargers, they're probably going to take – either one of them could take Tua or Herbert, you know, based on they both need quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um I do think there's a really solid guy out there that, as an offensive tackle, that is a big need for the Chargers, and that's that Becton kid um, out of uh, where's where was he out of the, the ACC? Becton kid out of uh, Louisville. Louisville, yeah, big kid. Uh, what was his? What were the stats on him? He had an incredible year. An yeah, incredible year. He did, and he's ranked really high on the player list. Go ahead, I'll try to find that while you guys are... Well, so here's what I think could be interesting with the sixth pick here is maybe the Chargers negotiating with that 3-4 spot that aren't too comfortable with the guys they're going to get there. Maybe they steal up and get Tua, mm-hmm. and that forces the Dolphins with all the draft equity that they have to maybe na- make another move. To go up to maybe two. Yeah, I mean... Or three, not two. A lot of things could happen. Uh, Chargers could pick Tua... And then end up getting a retention pick at fifth, and the Chargers just get all that equity back. Uh, there's a lot of things that could happen here. Uh, it's happened in the past where teams will trade up and then trade back to a, a spot just to, uh, for lack of a better term, spite a team into giving up their draft equity. Uh, so I would not be surprised to see that here. Yeah, I don't, you know, the one the one of the team in the first round that definitely is looking for a quarterback is is uh um oh it was Tampa Bay, but they have a quarterback now, don't they? Mm-hmm. They do. This this must be an old reference I was looking at because they have have him definitely listed, but it's down there. Maybe it's as a backup. It's not Tampa Bay anymore. It's Tampa Brady. Tom Tampa Brady. Yeah. But I so that you're I think you're right I I do like you know I was looking at the numbers for Becton, Becton is six seven three sixty four. Yeah, he's a beast. A yeah. large man. He's I a mean beast. that it's going to be hard to get around someone like that to sack the quarterback six, or six, get the seven, running 364. back. Six yeah. seven three sixty four. Six seven three sixty four. He's a big boy. That's incredible. Uh, so moving on to the seventh pick. Uh, obviously, that sixth pick has a lot of wiggle room. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Chargers do. But moving on to the seventh is the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the projection says they're taking Derek Brown out of Auburn. Uh, they don't have a quarterback, though, do they? They do. They do have a quarterback. They're looking at Teddy Bridgewater right now. Oh. They have Teddy Bridgewater. And that's who they're moving forward with. Oh, and this well, is also okay. the team that just hired their new coach out of Baylor. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. With I don't know what they need. Oh, yeah. uh, it says right here is that they need a defensive lineman, Derek Brown, uh, cornerback, and then edge. So I mean they're looking at defense right now. Yeah, let's see where they at. Yeah, defensive I ranking I year. think Derek Brown is a lock with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I just don't see he Derek Brown is is another guy. He's the top of the heap. He's definitely the top of the heap on the defensive line side, outside of being an edge guy. And I just think he's the, he's headed to Carolina. I agree. Uh, 
they lost Poe and McCoy both in free agency. So they're hurting on that defensive line. Uh, so it would be nice to get Brown in there to join up uh, Vernon Butler. And uh, no, Butler's gone too. So it'd just be Brown. Brown on the line all by himself <laughs> as they rebuild. Uh, not a good play, not a good, not a bad guy to start with, though. Yeah, who knows what uh, what's going to happen this season. Hopefully McCaffrey can rush for six touchdowns a game and they'll be fine. Yeah, uh, the Panthers are bottom of defensive rankings on pretty much everything. As we said earlier, yeah. they're pretty terrible on the offensive line, too. So yeah, It says the top three needs are D-line, cornerback, and edge, so mm-hmm. that's all defense right there. Mm-hmm. I think Derrick Brown's a lock to go to Carolina. And I think he's definitely going to get picked up. He is the, uh, I mean, he's on the DL position ranking. He's number one. So I, I think it is a lock. So moving on to the eighth pick, where we could see Andrew Thomas here. Most likely we're going to see Andrew Thomas instead of uh, Worfs out of uh, Iowa. 6'5", 320 pounds. Got the size. Number one position ranking. Uh, that's where they have him going. Uh, what do y'all think? Uh, yeah. They need him. They need him bad. Yeah, I think Worfs is, gotta is definitely little, going to Jacksonville. Uh, got to protect little Kyle. Right, Arizona. Arizona. We're on the Arizona pick, right? Yep, right. Arizona. Yeah, he's definitely going to Arizona. Kyler well, needs some time to throw to DeAndre now, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They just got their uh, their wideout situation fixed. So yeah, they don't have to draft a wideout. Now they just got to focus on protection for Kyler. Uh, I think that's a lock. So number nine. Number nine to pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, on here, the projection says Okuda. So... Well, because they need a cornerback. Yeah, just I mean, to replace Jalen. Yeah, so if uh, if Jacksonville wants to do something crazy and get up there with Detroit, and Detroit takes Simmons, and they and I'm not sure Okuda drops all the way to nine. Yeah, that's a that's a that, far drop. Yeah, that's going a, from what was it projected third to ninth. Yeah, well, that one of those guys on top of yeah. that won't take him because most most of this first round is around defense the defensive side. You don't you don't think Carolina would be tempted to take him? They would be tempted, but I don't see why they would do it with Brown right there staring staring him in the face. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's also a lot of wiggle room there. Uh the Jags are looking for a cornerback. Uh that's their number one need uh as far as what was published on ESPN. Behind that is a uh, defensive lineman and then an edge and then an offensive lineman. So a lot of these have been picked already. So you're looking at probably the second or third best guy Yeah. Uh, with the ninth pick. Yeah. You could. I mean, it's it's easy to see Carolina taking Okuda. Yeah, so it really is. It's not, that's not far-fetched. So I, guess then, the, I guess the Jags would be ecstatic if Okuda fell all the way to nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Simmons... May or may not get picked by uh, Simmons. Would get picked by Detroit uh, if they pass on Okuda, and then the Panthers could take Okuda, and then Derek Brown is still out there. A lot of things can happen in that mm-hmm. with that group right there, because they're all they're all on the defensive line or in the secondary. All all those teams need some people in both those spots. I guess they're just. For sure fired up on offense. I didn't see it last year, but there's no needs for offense on this list, which is surprising. But going on to the 10th pick, Jacob, I'm going to let you talk more about this one since this is your team. The Browns with the 10th pick, uh, they have uh, Jedrick 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 Wills Wills Jr. 
the offensive lineman, the second best offensive lineman in this draft, according to position rank. What do you think? I mean, what is there not to love about this pick? <laughs> <laughs> Baker needs it. Baker needs a, another big boy up in front of him that can protect him. Um, this guy's six four, three twelve from Alabama. Alabama boy. You know he's going to be really good already. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on. It's easy. Yeah, now I, I'm going to go a little bit different on that, and I think Thomas is still going to be around. Yeah, okay. And I so like I, you know, whether it's Thomas or whether it's Wills, you got two very solid guys yeah. there. So they either they wouldn't way. go wrong either way, no. but uh, they're definitely taking it taking it. Yeah, just as long as the Browns are picking a top tier offensive lineman, then they're doing the right thing. The thing with Wills versus Thomas here is you have the second best offensive lineman versus the third. Uh, with Thomas, you get more size. Uh, also, Thomas coming from Georgia. Georgia is becoming offensive lineman. You. Uh, shortly behind OU, who I think has one of the best offensive lines with no bias. Uh, I think they take Wills here, but we're going to go ahead and move on to the 11th pick, unless anyone has anything to say on the 10th. Well, I you know I think it's important that they take an offensive lineman because Baker had no time to throw last None. year. None. And so shoring up that, that O-line, similar to what he had at OU, would be imperative for them to, to be able to compete. So it's a given the Browns are taking a a tackle. They're they're going to take a tackle. So with the 11th pick is everyone's least favorite team, the New York Jets. Yep. Uh, So right now they have them listed at Jerry Judy. I think there's a lot of wiggle room between Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb here. Mm. I think they're considering both of them. Uh, I mean, you look at size, C.D. has it over Jerry Judy. Uh but if you look at talent, I think Jerry Judy might be the guy here at 11. You think so? You think Jerry Judy's the best wide receiver in this draft? I think he is. I don't personally. think so. I think it is a guy named Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson? Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in this draft. 18 TD, Justin Jefferson? Yeah. 4-4-3. Four, four, 1,500 yards, Justin Jefferson? Mm-hmm. 6-1. Um, six, six no way that's right. And what, what did what did he do to to uh, OU? He's six three in the semifinal Justin Jefferson game. six three. I don't think I don't didn't, think we can talk about Justin Jefferson alone doing that. I Eighteen think touchdowns. Didn't he have four touchdowns in the first half? Fifteen forty yards. We don't talk about that here though. <laughs> Not on this podcast. We don't talk about that. So so I'm gonna go slightly different. I I know that the leading need uh, leading need for the Jets is a wide receiver, but. Whoever's around between Thomas and Wills would be a better pick because okay. they, they definitely need o, O-line help. This is true. So I think that – and I and from an athletic standpoint, I would take that offensive tackle over a wide receiver because I – cause do the Jets have another pick in the first round? The Jets? Do they? No, they don't. They, they don't. Yeah. No. Where, well, where's their pick at in the second round? Well, they'd be number 11 in the second round if it, yeah. if this holds true. They, they, you know, they they could still get a pretty decent wide yeah, receiver at eleven there's, in the second uh, round. The, as you guys said, the uh, the depth at the wide receiver spot is pretty high like, this year. I bet you get a guy like Mims at eleven in the second round. You'll be surprised, yeah, yeah. based on project, projections of where Mims is going to go. Where so it's top top twenty. 
Top 20? Uh, top 25, at least. No. Mims is... Mims is... Uh, Just saying on these projections. Mims is like a 7 or 8 wide receiver in this draft. In, in, in most drafts, he'd be like top 3, but he's like maybe 6 or 7 as far as wide receivers are concerned. Wide receiver draft is deep. We'll, we'll it find deep. it eventually. We'll get yeah. to it, I'm sure. Uh, so so back to my point, I think either Wills or Thomas, if those two are still on the board, yeah. I think they're a more solid pick for I the like Jets that. than the, yeah. the wide Especially receiver. Especially if you could get a guy like Mims in the next round. Because Mims wouldn't be – I mean, it's not a huge drop-off with these guys. They're all really good. It's another guy I hate. I hated Mims. <laughs> he, was, he was really good. He's a beast. Really uh, good. So moving on. Jerry Judy, that's what we decided, or maybe going offensive tackle here, probably the best yeah. move. Yeah, I, I actually like the offensive tackle move better. Well, then you're looking for the Raiders having a choice between Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb. Mm, knowing the Raiders will probably pick CeeDee. You think so? I think Why is that? Uh, CeeDee's got like some marketing value to him, I believe. It's all marketing with Gruden. I, I think it will be. I mean, it's a Las Vegas team. Yeah, they get their stadium this next year. Yeah. They're in their stadium. Yep. So I'm going to throw a curveball. I read an article about uh, about the Raiders' needs, and they were, they were pretty high. If this were to happen, they were pretty high on taking Tua if he was still around at 12. So you're thinking of a trade. There's no way yeah. Tua's going to be around at 12. He could be around there's at no 12. There's no way. There's only, we, we, already, we already realize there's only two teams that need quarterbacks in the top 10, and that's Miami and, and the Chargers. Yeah, but I and don't it, think, neither of those teams are going to do what the Jets did, I mean, do what the Giants did last year and pick a Daniel Jones. They're not going to do that. Yeah. One of them is going to pick Tua. What well, anyone who's listening to this, if the Raiders end up taking Tua, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Who heard it from another source? <laughs> the only, well, I, li- the only I like their the, reasoning. The only though. way the Raiders are getting Tua is if they trade up. I would not be surprised if the Dolphins select Herbert because that's just a Dolphins move, and then someone picking Jordan Love, like the Chargers picking Jordan Love, and then Tua is wide open for I like think the, the Dolphins second want round. Tua. Tua's like. He's Hawaiian. He's got like the. He's already got the like beach vibes to him. He'd be perfect fit. He's just in Miami yeah, already. Yeah. He's already, he's already yeah. embodied the Miami. His lifestyle. family would be like just. They would fit in perfect down there. All right. Well, we're gonna move on to the thirteenth pick, and that is the San Francisco Forty ers who have retained this pick. All these wide receivers in the same. They're all. Yeah, yeah. Now they got this pick from Indianapolis, right? Right, they do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, go out on a limb on a wide receiver, not and not terribly out on a limb, but I think they do need a wide receiver based on uh, their play last year in the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go with the Alabama kid, Ruggs. Okay, I think Ruggs is a solid choice here. Um, He he'll fit in well with. Who was the kid they kept using, the wide receiver they kept using last year? In the the one that they traded or the one that they yeah, the, still the have? The freshman kid, the, the rookie. Debo? That, the, is it? Debo Samuel? Yeah, Debo Samuel. Yeah, I think he would complement uh, that team well, that little tandem right there. Mm-hmm. So, And we all saw mm. what Ruggs did Four, two, last seven. year for yeah, Alabama. Yeah, he has the fastest 40 time. Yeah. The fastest. And they said that he wasn't feeling fresh-legged that day and that he possibly could have ran faster i don't i don't believe that i think that's too quick but one thing of all of the like top tier wide receivers in this draft though i think rugs is the shortest 
He is. He is. Yeah. He is. Five eleven. Mm-hmm. He is the shortest. But they have the Debo. Mm-hmm. Debo's huge. He's Debo's like a. Huge. He's gonna be like a what? What's a comparable wide receiver to what Rugs would be? Um, Emmanuel Sander. Yeah. Emmanuel Sander, who they just traded. Yeah. Something like that. The so that's what I thought would be a good choice for the 49ers was to take Rugs, and he's a saw. He's very highly thought of. He's got a solid rating, and he's. You know, outside of CD and probably Judy, he's, I, in my opinion, he's probably the third best wide receiver in the draft. I got him at fourth. You know yeah, what? Jefferson's close. They're I got, all, just, I got Justin close. Jefferson number one. Yeah. You got Justin Jefferson number one? Yeah, my, yeah. I, I got him as my number one wide receiver. That is a flaming insult. Mm, just saying, bro. Uh, when the I dude's think of, built for the NFL. When I think of Ruggs, I think of Hollywood Brown. That's who yeah, I think of. exactly. Could be. Short. Yeah. Super yeah. quick. Just gets away from guys. Those wide receivers are popular right now. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, moving on to the 14th pick, this is where we saw the trade happen. So the Cowboys have gotten the 14th pick somehow, and the Bucks have been pushed from 14 all the way past uh, the Falcons and the Broncos for 17th pick. Uh, so when looking at this pick, Dallas's needs is a cornerback. A cornerback to replace Byron Jones. Yeah, I like C.J. Henderson out of Florida. I mm-hmm. just think he's a he's a solid guy, had a solid year, did really well against uh, LSU last year in their game, in their uh, SEC game. And I just – I like him here. Uh, and I think Dallas needs somebody like that in their secondary. I like it. I actually like that pick. I think, I think that's one of the most no-brainer picks that are in this draft outside of Burrow. Uh, but the comp the compensation for moving the Bucks from fourteen to seventeen is being awarded the seventeenth pick, the eighty second pick, and the one hundred seventy ninth pick in exchange for seating in Dallas in the fourteenth and the one hundred seventeenth selection. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyone have any uh any words on the fourteenth pick, C J Henderson? Jacob? Nah, boring pick. Boring pick? pick. Yeah, just, I like him. Just, just a needs pick. pick. Okay. Uh, so the fifteenth pick is actually Jacobs' former team, the Denver Broncos, uh, showing that they're gonna take Javion Kinlaw. I think it's just Javon. I don't see an eye. Javon Kinlaw, <laughs> uh, defensive lineman out of South Carolina. He's the second position rank yeah. defensive lineman. Uh, I know Denver wanted Henderson, uh, and unfortunately the Cowboys were able to move up and get him. Uh, so the consolation is getting uh Kinlaw to mix in with uh Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, creating a very dangerous pass defense. Yeah, it's a ridiculous pass rush defense. Yeah, now I think that uh, D line's crazy. I now I think the Ray, the Broncos are going to go a different direction. I think they're going to go wide receiver because I one. because either Lamb or Judy will still be there at fifteen. This is true. And so they're gonna. I think they take one of the two. They also got a guy named T Higgins. It's chilling too. Yeah, yeah, but I but with Lamb and Judy both, one of those will be on the board, and they may both still be on the board. Or Justin Jefferson could be on the board. Or Jefferson could be on the yeah, board. Yeah, there's but a lot I, of these. Why but uh, if Lamb or Judy are still on the board, I think the Broncos are selecting whichever one that is. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that's their number one need. I wouldn't say it's far fetched. Uh, 
So you're you both are thinking wide receiver here. I like it better than just that defensive line. I mean, their defensive line's already good. All right. Well, Ken Kinlaw is gonna be uh, holding off for a little bit. Uh, that moves on to the 16th pick, which is the Atlanta Falcons with the new jerseys, the new addition of Todd Gurley. Uh, who do y'all think is gonna be taken here? Um, they say Clavon Chasson. Yeah. Um, that's the CBS Sports Mall draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's an edge guy. Uh, I I suppose. What What are the Falcons' needs? The Falcons' needs is a defensive back, a and linebacker, and edge. Yeah, I I like the Alabama kid McKinney, the safety out of Alabama. He's a short kid, but he's a he's good size, and that's they need help. The uh, the Falcons definitely need help in the secondary. You don't think the Falcons would be tempted to take Murray at 14? They would be tempted, and I would love it a lot. Uh, it's not a top need for them, though. It really isn't. I mean, you said linebacker. Linebacker, yeah. Number two, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, number two. Yeah, did they, did, didn't the Falcons just get Gurley? They did just get Gurley. Yeah, so I, maybe their running back needs, they've got that filled. No, I'm talking about Kenneth Murray, the linebacker. Yeah. Oh, Ken, oh, okay. I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah. They yeah, it's possible with that. I still would the opt for the McKinney out of Florida. Well, out of Alabama. Moving on to the seventeenth pick, we have uh the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at seventeen from the slide from the Cowboys. Uh right now they have uh Becton yep. out of Louisville. Mm-hmm. Uh the six seven monster that he is. Uh, a little protection for Mr. Tom Brady. Their new asset. Which Beckton could be gone before that. The the offensive lineman is a lot like the the wide receiver where there's a lot of good guys that are a lot pretty interchangeable. I agree. Yeah, I had Beckton going all the way up to the Chargers on the sixth pick. Yeah. But the Chargers could take a quarterback and then Beckton could still be on the uh-huh. board. Mm-hmm. And if Beckton's on the board, Brady's gonna say grab Beckton. But I mean like the Giants could take Beckton. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cardinals could take Beckton. Absolutely. Cleveland could take Beckton. Yeah. There's a lot of people taking offensive linemen before Beckton that could also take Beck- Beckton. Yeah. Which one of the other guys would still be around? Yeah, I think Thomas is going to be around here uh, for the 17th pick. Uh, but that kind of moves into the next pick by the Miami Dolphins, which is number 18. Has him picking... Uh, Grant Delpit out of LSU, the kind of monster, the one that was talking trash at OU saying that they were going to shut down our offense and totally did it. So, uh, seems like all roads lead back to OU, yeah, based on you guys, yeah, pretty much. Miami's already drafting a quarterback in Tua, and then they're going to pick up a safety. Interesting, yeah. Um, I actually was looking at, uh, a kid out of Houston named Josh Jones, an offensive tackle. Josh Jones? Josh Jones. That uh, would fit definitely. The Dolphins definitely need help on the O-line. So I think it's something that, that uh, could be a fit for them. Dolphins have one of the worst defenses in the league. 30th ranked defense. Um, yeah, their pass defense actually isn't that bad. They're 14th in pass defense. 
Still not great. It's not where you want to be. Oh. Uh, I think Del Pitt is going to be picked here. I think they're going to shore up their defense. They just got Byron Jones. They just got Xavier Howard uh, in free agency. I think Del Pitt is getting picked here. And this is the perfect replacement for Minka Fitzpatrick, who they lost to the Steelers. Yep. So, What do you think? Padre? Yeah, I mean, Del Pitt, there's, there's nothing wrong with him. I just – I would uh, – I would opt for an, a tackle here, and I think Jones fits the mold, but uh, I could, you could definitely see that happening. I think you you could possibly get a really good offensive tackle here at 18 and then wait till 26 with your next pick and maybe go for that defensive player that you're looking for. Uh, but, I mean, they have three picks, so they have a, a lot of options, a lot of interchangeable options. Yeah, but, I mean, then you might lose Del Pitt in the next pick to the Raiders who are picking a Well, maybe you don't get safety. Back. Yeah. Uh, but the next pick with the Raiders is, uh, they're saying Jalen Johnson. Mm-hmm. Cornerback. Cornerback out of Utah. They're claiming him as aggressive, physical, and doesn't shy away from the number one receiver. It's really all I got on him when I looked up his stats. They didn't look fantastic, but he is the 19th pick. Yeah, the Raiders have really bad pass defense. So I'm going to go off, off uh, skit a little bit. And uh, going back to my Raiders Tua pick at number 12. <laughs> so they have Tua at number 12, if is they, what you're saying. If they grab Tua at number 12, they're going to grab Jefferson uh, from LSU. I like at, that. At number 19. I think and they so, have huh? a little, Yeah, a little LSU-Alabama combo there. I'm running the campaign so. for Burrow at number 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, I'm not sure that's going to happen. But uh, if Tua happened to, if Tua didn't get great news and ended up sliding into the into the 12 spot, because I do think, I do think if the Dolphins or Chargers end up not taking Tua for whatever reason, I think the Raiders grab him at 12. Yeah. And if the Raiders grab him at 12, they uh, they're the the top need for the Raiders is at wide receiver. And if right. Jefferson's still on the board, according to Jacob, Jefferson won't be there. But if Jefferson's not there, Judy or Lamb or Ruggs or somebody will be there. Higgins going to be there. Yeah, the, somebody somebody good will be there. So I think there's a good chance wide receiver gets taken at that spot because that is their number one need. Are you thinking quarterback or cornerback here, Jacob? Or are you thinking kind of run along the lines of wide receiver? Um, I don't think the Raiders are getting to him. I don't think the Raiders are getting a quarterback. Regardless um, of that, do you think they're getting a, a wide receiver here? I think they'd be really tempted. I think Gruden would be tempted. If Jefferson's really there, there's a lot of teams that are going to get tempted by Jefferson. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but that leaves New England, which I think Dad really wants Jefferson uh, here. So the New England Patriots in this mock have selected Justin Jefferson out of LSU. And Belichick, with their new revised selection of picks in the second and third round, uh, I think Jefferson's a good good choice here. Yeah, and that's that's where that slotted is with Jefferson on on that, and and they you know the Patriots will not could not go wrong taking Jefferson at twenty. Nah, right. Jefferson will be gone before then though. Yeah, but, but T agree. T Higgins is a great runner up though. T Higgins. T Higgins, six four two fifteen. Hundred or eleven hundred reception yards, thirteen re- receiving touchdowns. He's a beast. I yeah, mean, I 
What what is his position rank in this draft? Does anyone know? It's got to be top five. Is it top five? Um, Higgins. Yeah, I I don't think I don't so. Think it's top five. No, because Mims is ahead of him. Yeah, Mims is probably six or seven. Mims's position rank is eighth. Yep. So well, I've got, there's uh, no way. I've got Higgins as uh, an eighty-eight on the uh, rating chart. Higgins as um, an eighty-eight. Yep, as an eighty-eight on the rating chart by ESPN. So they he is thought of. He's he's in that top five, top six wide receiver group. He's huge. Yeah. yeah. When I think of when I think of Higgins, I I think of Metcalf. I, yeah. I don't know why, but I do. Yeah, just one yeah. of those gigantic receivers. Just a big body. Grab it. Yeah, just a Moss-type player. Yeah. Uh, but that kind of moves in. I mean, another thing that I saw with this pick when I, I clicked on a link, and I probably shouldn't have clicked on the link, and it was a big picture of Cam Newton's face all over a New England flag. Yeah. So a lot of people think that Cam's going to the New England Patriots. He's going to need Jefferson. It, yeah. So uh, they'll, they'll pick a wide receiver. Yeah. I think they will. Best available. Best available. Wide mm-hmm. receiver. Yeah. And that's all, that, that goes with a lot of these wide receiver picks. It's really the best available. And it's just whichever wide receiver you see is best. I think we're going to see a lot of interchangeable moves here and probably the top 15 that are really going to mess up a lot of these late round yeah. teams and what they have to pick. Uh, but that moves on to the Philadelphia Eagles with the 21st pick in the first round. And it has them with Denzel Mims. Mims. That's crazy. I didn't know Mims was so highly thought of. 6'3", 207 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Another big body. Yeah, he's not listed in the top with the top six wide receivers like those other, all those other guys we've thrown out there. But uh, he's obviously a good pick. I'm thinking uh, the OU boy gets picked by the Eagles. Right here? Yeah. You're talking about CD? No, CD's I'm talking, Kenneth about, Murray? talking about number nine. Oh, Okay. What was his uh, his uh, college nickname? K nine. K nine. Yeah, I think K nine goes to the Eagles at twenty one. K nine to the Eagles at twenty one. Yeah. I don't hate it because they need, I mean, they need a linebacker. They're looking yeah. at linebacker for the third third priority. So I mean, if they're not going wide receiver here, then they're looking at the very minimal defensive linemen that are left. Uh, I don't think this is a very deep defensive lineman class. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would be mad that K nine went to the Eagles because I hate the Eagles. But I think that'd be a good spot for him at twenty one. Yeah. And then the biggest troll of this entire mock draft, they have uh, Trayvon Diggs at twenty two, uh, making it up to the Diggs family <laughs> for releasing Stefan. Uh, I think this is a troll, and I don't think that he's the fourth best uh, cornerback. Uh, maybe it's not as deep as I think, but I don't think he's the fourth best cornerback. Out of Alabama, uh, a senior, 6'1", 205 pounds. What do y'all think of Trayvon Diggs at 22? I mean, it's funny. It is funny. Um, I don't know if Minnesota would actually do it just because of the situation surrounding it. Right. I don't know if they would let that affect their pick or not, but I think they would. Um... But, I mean, I like it. Yeah, if I were the Vikings, I'd go a different direction. I'd take uh, the edge. They need an edge guy. Their edge uh, rushing defense was – or edge rush was not good last year. And that uh, chasing kid out of LSU, if he's still around – I know we talked about him in a higher pick, but if he's still around, I like the fact – I like the thought of him going to the Vikings. 
Because the Vikings get another pick in like three picks. Yeah, they 25. get two. Yeah, they get two picks in this first round. So I it, easily, I mean, Diggs could easily be around at twenty five. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say, I had the same idea with the edge, uh, but I don't think I think they're going Gross Matos here, at, from Penn State. Oh yeah. Just because I mean, if you look at him, he's six five, two hundred sixty six pounds. Just a freaking monster. And I think he's probably the next best edge in this draft uh, behind Chase Young. So that's who I think is going to go 22. But going to the 23rd pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they, in this mock draft, have selected Gross Matos out of Penn State. Uh, Do you all have any other thoughts for this 23rd pick? No, I mean that's that is definitely a need for them, and so uh, I think that is not a bad pick at all. Jacob, no, it's a great pick. Love it. Gross Matos, great name. <laughs> Can't go wrong with it. Yetter Gross Matos. You're gonna sell a lot of jerseys. Yeah, I'd buy one. Yeah, I don't know if I'd buy one uh, for the Jags, but yeah. I'd buy one. Uh, so moving on to the 24th pick, since no one has anything against that pick at 23, is the New Orleans Saints picking the best player in this draft by far, <laughs> Kenneth Murray, uh, second in position rank out of Oklahoma, 6'3", 241 pounds. And simply, I mean, I think this is a no-brainer if he's there. Yeah. I mean, I saw Kenneth Murray play a lot. I don't think he's that good. But that's just me. I don't think he's a first rounder. But I mean his stats like his stats look good. Three hundred and twenty five total tackles. Like career. Thirty six and a half total half of those were against total Army. tackles for loss. Half yeah. of those were against Army. Yeah. Against <laughs> Where Army. they run the yeah. run the ball every and they, single play. And Army was seven yards into the into the um secondary by the time <laughs> Murray got to him. That's I, I had Murray going at twenty one, so my thought is not Murray, it's Patrick Queen out of LSU, okay. who I think is, you know, he's not the same size as Murray, but he is a very good player. I mean, we all saw him play at LSU, play in the championship, he's got a ring. He is a good, he is a good uh, inside linebacker. I don't and that's definitely that. what they need. Yeah, they're going linebacker here regardless Yeah. Uh, of who is left. Uh so they're looking at linebacker, they're looking at offensive line. So, yeah, I think linebackers are getting taken here. Jacob? Yeah. Yeah, linebacker. Best available. Either Kenneth Murray or Patrick Queen, whoever they prefer. I think if you're getting Murray at 24th, you're you're excited. I yeah. think that's a steal. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's a second-round guy. So moving on to the 25th pick is a wide receiver out of TCU, Rigor. Rigor. Um, Jalen Rigor? At TCU, 5'11", 206. Wide receiver? 5'11". 5'11", 206. Man, he's short and stout. What's his 50 time? So 22nd pick, they pick cornerback, and the 25th pick, they decided to go wide receiver. Jalen Rager, you say. Jalen Rager. And he's the ninth best. The ninth best player. At his position. Four four seven. Four four seven? Yeah. Not great. Yeah, it's I mean 
Not great. Not There's a lot of guys ahead of him. Do you have another idea for this? Uh, Chase Claypool? Pick, Padre? Yeah, I, I actually like an offensive tackle, uh, Ezra Cleveland. Um, he's not. He's from a small school, but he's a big boy. Okay. And the Vikings need help on the offensive line. I I just think uh, I, and I don't know what the number is. I I, I would imagine there's going to be seven or eight uh, O line D line guys taken in the first round, and this guy could very well be a part of that group. And I'm not Rigor doesn't excite me at all. No, not five eleven. Yeah. No. I would. Uh, there's multiple wide receivers that take before Rager. I personally think Mims is he's falling to this twenty fifth pick. So if could. they're going wide receiver, I think they're going Mims here. Yeah, very well could. They and they need and Vikings need a wide receiver. Mims so, four three eight. That's yeah. tough. But if he's not around, I think maybe they select uh, Cleveland or somebody like that on the O line. That will shore up that weakness that they have because they can, as we've all said, they can, the wide receiver depth is is large in this draft and mm-hmm. you don't have to reach out for a guy named Rigor in the first round. Named Rigor? Name That's Re- the biggest problem he has. Not the 5'11", it's being named Rigor. Uh, with the 26th pick, we have probably, I think is the Dolphins' most important pick uh, in this round is Isaiah Wilson projected, who is 6'7", 350 pounds as an offensive lineman. Yeah, I mean, you want an offensive lineman if you're going to pick a quarterback. That's yeah, yeah. You need protection, yeah. and at six seven, three hundred fifty pounds, if he's there, I mean, he's the tenth best offensive lineman available in this draft. Uh, he's out of Georgia. He's a sophomore. Uh, I think if he's out of Georgia, I, I have no questions. I'm taking him. So I'm going to go um, again. I'm going to go off skate a little bit. The 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 Dolphins need a running back. Okay. And it's time that the running backs got unveiled in this draft. And so <clears throat> I'm thinking Swift goes at 26. You think it's Swift goes? Swift goes at you 26. You want to know where Swift is? You want to know where Swift is on my running back list? Fifth. <laughs> Swift is fifth? Fifth. He's yeah. quick. I think he's I his, think Swift is the first running back taken in the draft. He's not that good. You're thinking Dobbins, aren't you? Dobbins, if they're easily. Going back here. Yeah, yeah he, if anyone's picking a running back in the first round, it's Dobbins. Come on. I like Swift. I like Swift. I think he's quick. Uh, I think he has exactly what the NFL is looking for with hands, as far as hands and the ability to extend your running back into a wide receiver. So. And if he's playing with two, it's Swift another ran a SEC. Four, four, eight. At four, the four, eight. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor ran a four three nine. Cam Akers ran a four four seven. So even Cam Akers is faster than Swift. Cam Akers is, I mean, debatably an NFL prospect right now. He's he's the best out there. You ever heard of Cam? Cam Akers? Yeah. Cam Akers is good. I have him above Swift on my top running backs. Do you really? Yeah. Number That's four, insane. baby. That's insane. Yeah, I've got I got Swift as the number one running back no in the class. Way. And uh ESPN has him as the number seventeen kid in the draft. That so, he would go number 17, or he's the 17th, 17th best player? 17th best player in the draft. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think if they go, they could go Wilson, but if they go running back, um, I think there's a good chance. And they need a running back. He had seven touchdowns. They need a running back. They, the, they He played for Georgia. Yeah. was a high-scoring team last year. Yeah. Um, 
So it was, I think. Six, I think, 6.2 uh, rushing average, seven touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, 6.3, 21 but touchdowns. They, they used him a lot more yeah. than they used Swift. I mean, they they gave the ball to Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 6.6, 16 touchdowns. Cam Akers, 5, 14 touchdowns. J.K. Dobbins, 6.7, 21 touchdowns. Everyone looks better than DeAndre Swift. I think DeAndre Swift could be out of the same mold as Nick Chubb and uh, Sonny Michelle. So another Georgia kid that can run. And DeAndre Swift was a five-star out of high school. He was a five-star. He was. What does that matter? That doesn't matter at all. It means everything. It means everything. It means they're picking him at 26. I think it doesn't matter because I don't think they're picking him at 26. I think they're going offensive linemen because they got to protect Tua. An injury-prone quarterback that they just drafted at five. I think they need to protect him. Uh, but that leads to twenty seventh pick, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they are projected to pick AJ Espinenza, who is an edge, six five, two hundred seventy five pounds. Uh, wow, he's a two time first team All Big Ten talent. Uh, twenty two sacks in the last uh two football seasons with Iowa. Uh. Yeah, he sounds like the real deal, and they're looking for a replacement for uh, Clowney. So, and that's their number one need. So, I don't have anything against this pick. No, no, definitely not. It's their only pick in the first round. Uh, if Seattle wants to get back to where it used to be, it's got to cheer up that defense for show. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little. I'm, I'd still think they're gonna take an edge guy, but I think. Uh, Gross Matos will be there. At Gross Matos will be there. Yeah, I think he'll be there at twenty-seven. Gross Matos. <laughs> so, so I think I think Gross Matos is better than Empanita. Empanitas. Uh, <laughs> no, no offense to you, Empanita, but uh, but you're just not good, AJ. Uh, but I'm taking Gross Matos over you. I just think that it's it seemed uh, very personal. <laughs> Gross Matos is a very highly ranked uh, individual uh, as an edge guy. I think he's the second edge guy in the draft. You're talking about a two-time first-team All-Big Ten talent. Yeah. 22 sacks. Last two football seasons. Who, who did he play for? 22 sacks is stout. Who did he play for? He played for Iowa. Yeah. I think uh, uh, Gross Matos played for Penn State. And I think he, he got yeah. State. I think he got more votes than he did in the Big Ten. You do know this? Uh, I don't know this. <laughs> you don't know this. <laughs> I'm just guessing based on the fact of how highly ranked Gross Matos is. Jay, are they going edge or are they not? They're going edge. Come on. They're edge all the way. They're oh, edge yeah. deep. Big edgers. Uh, 28th pick. We're looking at Baltimore, I think, and this mock draft thinks Patrick Queen is there. You get the queen for the king and Lamar, and you just run it. You just run it back. Murray's there because Queen's already picked. By the Saints? You're thinking the Saints? Yeah. Okay. Dad, what do you think? Do you have another alternative? I, you know, if Queen's still there, I had Queen going higher. But if Queen's still there, then that's fine because uh, they do. They definitely need that that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's a kid, uh, a small school kid named Jeremy Chin, the safety, who uh, who I think would be a good fit for the Ravens. Hmm. I think they'd also be tempted by Zach Bond, who's projected to at the next pick though too. Zach Bond's Zach really Bond? good. Yeah. I don't know. I think you go after a champion. I think you go after a champion. Plus, his last name's Queen. 
The Queen's already taken. It's between Murray and Bond. Well, then it's a no-brainer, and you take Murray. Take there, Bond. there was there was a chance that Queen could pass to twenty-nine. Murray's there, no chance. He's probably don't, even taking twenty. Don't the Ravens take all the OU guys anyway? Yeah, Wouldn't that fit yeah. there yeah. with yeah. Murray going there? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know what? I'm fine with that too. He can go to the Saints. He can go to Baltimore. Either way, he's making uh, All Pro team. Uh, 29th pick is Tennessee Titans, and they are looking linebacker here. Uh, a looks lot like of linebackers. Yeah, there's a lot of linebackers, and their number one need is an edge. So it says that they're looking at Zach Bond out of uh, Wisconsin, uh, 6'2", 238. I don't know if they're actually going to do that. He had uh, 12.5 sacks last year, and that's what put him on Tennessee's radar. And uh, they think it's going to be a big steal, a big steal of the first round. Zach Bond, what do you all think? It's a big boy. That is a big boy, 6'2", 238. Yeah. It's pretty big. 12.5 sacks, really good, too. Really good as a linebacker. It's good. I think. I think it could be a steal, but I don't, I don't. Do you remember Wisconsin's defense last year? It was really good. It was. It was good. It was That's really what I'm good. Saying. I just. I don't know. I haven't seen this guy play a ton. Me neither. I don't remember I don't, him playing a ton. I don't watch Big Ten football very much. Uh, Padre, you thinking? You thinking someone else? Or are you thinking linebacker? Is easy here. Yeah, I mean it's, it's I I could go that the, uh, another, uh, another mock draft I saw had Isaiah Wilson, uh, offensive tackle going to the Titans, so it's, uh, but I you could easily see Bond ended up there. Uh, well, that moves on to the thirtieth pick, uh, leaving us with three more picks, uh, until the end of the first round, and uh, I'm not gonna try to pronounce his name, uh, seventh. Position rank, wide receiver. I'll give it a go. Hold on. Chenault Jr.? Is that right? Chenault? LaVisca Chenault Jr. Yeah, Chenault. Yeah. Uh, just a pairing with Devontae Adams is what he's basically uh, being recruited as uh, with the seventh position rank. Yeah, see, I like Chase Claypool there better. Chase Claypool? Yeah. Hmm. So their need is a tight end, then a wide receiver. They're looking for a tight end to replace. They can wait to get a tight end, though. They can wait a while. Yeah. Man, he is. Oh, man. Chase Claypool. Goodness. 6'4", 238. Around 4'4", 2. One of the fastest wide receivers in the draft. What do you think about 30th pick, Dad? I think they ought to go defense. And I would go with uh, this Jordan Brooks out of Texas Tech. Jordan Brooks out of Texas Tech? Yeah. He's pretty highly thought of um, in the linebacker ranks. Let me see where he's where they've got him. Yeah, he's 34. He's 34 on the, on the rankings. Now, by a lot of mock drafts that I have pulled up, everyone thinks that Justin Jefferson is going to be here at this point. At this spot, that's Justin Jefferson. Crazy. That's what at thirty. At thirty, that that's what a lot crazy. of people are thinking. I mean, they're saying CD and Judy are gone. They're saying Mims is gone. Justin Jefferson is just waiting in his Zoom chat room. No way. Crying. There's no way. Looking at social media. Uh, so they're saying Justin Jefferson's going to be here. 
Uh, obviously, this Chenault Jr. is going to be here, and I think he's going to be here for a while. Uh, so that moves into the 31st pick, which is the San Francisco 49ers. And looks like they're going uh, cornerback here at a TCU. Seen, I think it's 